Bush Footy Legends is presented by the WA Country Football League in partnership with Healthway, promoting the Think Mental Health message. All right, it's fitting for the next Bush Footy Legends episode. We've actually taken the podcast to the bush. We're here in Tambalup today with uh, two, I think you could say, lifetime residents of Tambalup, um, yep. known as uh, WA Country Football League life members, but I suppose rose to their prominence, I suppose, calling football together for, I think, close to 30 years. Jim Howell, Peter Sheridan, welcome. Welcome to uh, the podcast. Good day, Tim. Yeah, thanks, Jim, given the opportunity. Uh, I don't know where to start <laughs> with something like this. There's... Uh, Decades of memories. Um, I suppose do we do we yeah. want to start on how and how you two actually formed a, a bond on the on behind the microphone? It was unique. Yeah, uh, Tim. Nineteen. When was it? Nineteen eighty. Jim, you and I probably started our broadcasting together. I think I started nineteen eighty one. Shiro. Yeah. Yep. I was the president of the Central Great Southern seventy eight, seventy nine, eighty. Yeah. And eighty one when I stepped down, we started broadcasting. Through the Central Great Southern Football League. I took over from, the late, uh, from Jeff Holmes yes, at that particular yeah. time. Yeah, uh, 1981, so Central Great Southern. What were our teams in those years, Jim? Uh, Noangrup? Yeah, Noangrup, of course, and uh, Australs, Wanderers, Codenup, Dumbiung, Cookerin, and, uh, you know. This is the glory days of footy. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, of course, I've always said, Peter, in country football, the Central Great Southern has given more homes to country football leagues than any other country league in, in Western Australia. And people say, how can you say that? Because they give Cookwin a home, they give Dumbiung a home, that we had Kent, we had Noangrup, and we had Cranbrook. Yep. And all of a sudden, uh, at the end of that era, we were down to five clubs and no administrators. Yep. And that's when the amalgamation come with the with Southern Districts. Yep. With Southern Districts and uh, Central Great Southern amalgamated, and I think the first year was... 1991. Great Southern Football League was yep. formed, 1991. 1991, so... And we broadcast in that league too for quite a while. Yes, yeah, so we didn't have the arrangement exclusively that we did with uh, Radio West no. and Jim, of course. we uh, The uh, football wasn't really broadcast in Albany at that time, but we did break through here yep. and there for some some calls, especially the finals. Yes, I'd done a, a few games down there with Witten Azari, of course, yes. in the, in the uh, early years of the uh, Great Southern Footy League, yeah. Yeah, so... So what is the commentary, just for those listening, what is the um, the commentary uh, facilities back then? Are you, in, are you in a car, on the back oh. of a truck? Well, all of those, Tim. We've been in a car, we've been Jimmy, in Jimmy, you're a, laughing. We've <laughs> been in an old ute at Cookerin with a uh, spray, cart. spray cart on the back, smelling of spray seed, <laughs> pretty volatile chemical. Uh, Comfort. The they've, got too, they've got it too old, easy now, though, do the commentators? Yeah, the lovely old uh, grandstand, as Jim said, Dumble young, Dumble young uh, yeah. character there. And Kittles all. trucks at Noangrup. Yeah. We used to do out of Kittles trucks. Yeah. <laughs> we used to take his sheep crates off behind, and we used to broadcast. There's a little trucks. grandstand in Cojanup that Jim nicknamed the Stephen Michael Stand because yeah. uh, all of his family used to get up and listen <laughs> to us while we're doing the job. Um, there was but, no team. Was there team lists back then, or did you know all the players? You didn't need a team no, list. No, <laughs> we sort of knew. Jimmy yeah. didn't ever have a team's list, yeah. but I did and because um, he knew them all. Yeah. But uh, getting back to that old Dumble Young grandstand, Jim, it's still in use now, and uh, I believe... 
the old siren had a real sore throat, didn't it? It's still got the flu, Sharon. When I was out there the other day, I just hope it doesn't catch the virus. But uh, yeah, it's still got that, Peter. But it's just, it was a wonderful place to broadcast. Oh, I did broadcast my last game there, Tim. Yep. Uh, Vindors and uh, uh, Big Alistair McDonald invited yep. me yep. up when I said that I wasn't on me here. What, what year was that? Me, Oh, I don't know, 10, oh. 2010 or something. Yeah, yeah. And I remember Alistair McDougall said, it's all yours, Jim, the last quarter. And I called the last quarter right through. Amazing. With, uh, Dummy and Cooper and playing uh, Wanderers. It was a very good game, yeah. too. But uh, I always respected uh, Alistair McDougall for saying, it's all yours, yeah, Jim. that's great. And it brought tears to my eyes when yeah, I finished. Yeah. I could, uh, of course, we had Vindors on this podcast last last yes. season. He gave plenty of uh, yeah. plenty of good memories. You see the game yeah. from a great perspective, don't you, broadcasting yeah. it? Uh, yeah, you do. And um, I must say, Jim's voice, and Jim is just a natural for country football. Uh, some of your sayings, Jim, are, uh, <laughs> are out of this world. Uh, just so country. I think you started off with Shut the Gate, didn't you? Well, Shut the Gate. Well, you're the original. Uh, you're you the original. Yeah, shut the gate. Oh, yeah. He oh, was long it. before those Melbourne journos. <laughs> yes, and uh, the Niagara Footy Club presented me with a, a, a sign of that, Sharon. It's down <laughs> in the shed down here. Is it? And they did because, uh, you know, if a, a, a team kicked a goal and it was with a minute or so to go, it was Shut the Gate, Tim, yep. and that's where it came yep. in. What about... A ball went through his knees, Jim, and like wheat through a goose. Yeah, like a wheat through a goose. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> that happened to uh, was a couple of players, of course. Uh, and another thing, Peter, when uh, Nettie Parnell played on Eddie Hart in the nineteen eighty-two Grand Final over here, which was a marvellous game, and uh, Eddie put Ned down. I said he's put him down like a cold bottle of beer in a bushfire. <laughs> and, uh, it is another nice, Tim. You know, it, 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 football is an exciting game. Oh, yeah. And you must make it that way. You must win the people over yep. to win it. It's like Peter knows auctioneering. You've yep. got to take control of the ball and try to. If, it, if it's a 20-goal ball game difference and a truck goes along with four deck of sheep, yeah. talk about it because you're Absolutely. out in the country. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. People are interested in that. Peter, you told but me you've got to make a comment to make create the game. Absolutely, Peter. You told me th- uh, the most important thing I remember doing a few games. Yeah. Uh, the three W's: who's yeah. got it, yeah. where is it, and what's the score. Yeah, that's pretty important. Peter has always <laughs> said to me, "Call the score." Yeah, yeah. people are interested in the score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they want to know. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, yeah. we're in the Great Southern, Jim. We've been here all our lives, so we might as well have a bit of a walk through the Great Southern now. Um, let's go south from here. We're in Tambla. Well, let's start here at Tambla. Uh, great little country club until oh. we folded in 2005, six, six. Peter Sheridan, I've always said, and I will always say, that football and the sheep industry make a town. In small country town. If you can talk football down at the local deli, you can talk it down at the pub. You can talk it in the shearing shed. Yep. You can talk it at the sale yards. It's a wonderful game. It creates a lot of people. And it, 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 if you haven't got that, and what I say with sheep, sheep keep people home. Mm. You must look after sheep. Yep. With this cropping industry now, six weeks, crop in, gone. Yep. Six weeks, take it off, gone. Yep. Sheep. You had to be there. And yep. when we had the shearing industry, like Cranbrook had a big shearing industry, they folded up. 
and yeah. and it makes the industry, it makes the football tick over and your town tick over. Mm. Four premierships in your lifetime, Jim, league premierships for Tambler? Yes, no, more, more. Yeah, more. I've seen a couple in the old Tambler Association, of course, Peter. Six premierships plus those couple in the early 50s. Yes, in the old Tambler Association. Yeah, yeah. I've been through that mill, of course, and I've been through the Central Great Southern, I've been through Great Southern. And uh, Tambler won it, I think, in the old Tambler Association, 58, 59. Went into the old Central Great Southern with the amalgamation of the two leagues with the Catanic Association, yeah. they won the first premiership. Oh, wow. Eight goals, nine goals, 16 to eight goals, 19. You remember the score? Yes, I've got it all there. Yeah. I can remember that score. Wanderers beat Tambler by 14 goals in the second semi-final. Yeah. And uh, Tambler come out and beat him in the grand final. And I can remember old Dave Herbert, who passed away a few months ago, saying, well, the fist has gone out of their kegs tonight. Because <laughs> they beat us by 14 goals in that particular year. 1962 is the best side Tambler I've ever had, Peter. Quickly, have you got two or three of the best players you've seen come oh. out of Tambler? I was oh. going to ask that, but you've, you've stolen my... Oh. I've, um, I've, I've got a few. I'm more yeah, modern right time. On. So there's, there's a couple that... Obviously, you've you've seen that I haven't seen yeah, the yeah. the ones that come to mind for me more so my yeah, era. Yeah. Jeff Farmer Jr. Jeff Farmer. Yeah. Jeff Russell Farmer. Williams. Yep. Russell. They're, they're the two for me. Yeah. And I suppose people, a lot of people listening will be familiar with Mark Williams, of course, yeah. Hawthorne and Essendon as well. Yeah. Well, with Jeffrey Farmer, the Wizard, yeah. uh, two hundred and forty nine games of AFL football, played in a grand final, was in an all Australian side. Played for Australia against the Irish, mm -hmm. runner-up in the Coleman Medal. Have a look at the scoreboard, son. Mm -hmm. His runs are on the board. Absolutely. Yeah, Always. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of the memories, Jim, just quickly? I know, but some of the listeners might want to know, the, the young Jeff Farmer, when he was at Tambler, when he was 15, yep. the, some of the things he did on the football field, there's a couple of goals I've heard of mm. and a couple of marks I've heard of. One mark. One mark. At railways in Albany? Yes, on Rick Swarbrick's shoulders. Yeah. He's seen the culprit coming in. <laughs> he was a... That is the best yeah, mark yeah, I've yeah, ever yeah. seen. So he's, he stood on his shoulders. He was 15 yeah. years of Stood on his shoulders and he was higher than the guttering oh, on the He was above the clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and he won he won goal of the year in the AFL in his yep. early years when he ran the whole field. Yes. He did something similar when yeah. he was at Tambler. That's right. And um, I think he took a huge mark for Melbourne over Gary Lyon. Yep. Mm. which is a, one of the marks of all time. He kicked nine goals in the second half in an <laughs> AFL game, didn't yeah. he, or something? Yes, against yeah. Collingwood. Yeah. Against yeah. Collingwood, yeah. yeah. So, Tamblup, Jim, locally, yeah, in our era, Doug Williams. Doug Williams is a very good footballer. Yeah. Very, yeah. very good yeah. player. Uh, could play at either end of the ground. Yeah. And uh, didn't like going to Caden up, Peter, but, no, he, no. He, <laughs> but he could play either end of the ground. He could. And uh, he was in there very instrumental in the 1982 grand final at yeah. Dumbyong with Tamblot won the premiership. Yep. And uh, they kicked, uh, never kicked a point in the second half yeah. in that particular game. Yep. Roland Sprigg was a, a very high-profile player. Very strong and uh, giving a lot of service yep. to the Tamblot footy club. Another player, Peter, I'll go back before that, is the late Warren Williams, who passed away a few months ago. He won a Carus Brothers medal. Yep. He, he was one of the famous Williams boys from Tamblup. Yep. Uh, a very, very good. Always played with a smile on his face. Mm. He was a great player, a great centre man. Yep. 
Jimmy walking down the line at Cranbrook. Cranbrook uh, no longer participated, but they had some great players and some good success at times. Yes, uh, Bob Houston was a very good yeah. footballer. Because yeah. Johnny Dunn was a, an yeah. outstanding footballer. He, yeah. he was there in the well as a youngster in the early 50s. And then he, he went away, of course, at his job as a shire. Yeah. And he came to Tamblup. And he coached Tamblup in 1962 to a yep. premiership. And he was a class player. Mm. What about uh, Mount Barker, Jim? You left, oh. uh, you've got a bit of history there, oh. no doubt. Oh. <laughs> well, you, there's a lot of history. You know, you've got Russell Williams. Yes. You know, he was outstanding as sad circumstances. But Russell, Russell was, Jones. Oh, Russell, Russell Jones. Jones. Russell so Jones. I was nodding in agreement, of course. Yeah, yeah Russell and Jones. Of course, the Crackers. Yeah. yeah. To me, Jim and Phil Cracker almost changed the game as much as what Polly Farmer did when they went to, mm. to Melbourne. Yeah. Yep. They could smell one another, Tim. Yeah. yeah. They their their the hunting football. skills were brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely. All the Scott boys were good footballers. Mm. Mount Barker, very yep. uh, uh, Jeff Jones yep. was highly rated mm. as a, as a very good centre-half back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alan Ballantyne. Yep. yep. Chucky Ballantyne. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, Mount Barker Bulls now. Young Sam Lehman's had a great oh, career there. Oh, he's a wonderful career. Very yeah. popular man. Just had his 250th uh, yeah. league game. Great to see. There's one thing that Sam Lehman no doubt would want, and I'm not sure yeah. if he will get it, is yeah. a premiership. And he probably, he, out of all the people in the league, he probably yeah. deserves one, doesn't he? he sure no does. doubt about that, yeah. Tim. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's players like that. But, uh, you know, Albany, of course. I've yep. seen uh, Colin Edwards, of course. He, he was mm. absolutely brilliant, Colin yep. Edwards. I believe he's still alive, I believe. He is. Yep. And sneaking up. He was a, a great sportsman. Yep. Coming up this way, Peter, in the old Central Great Southern, I always believe that Stephen Michael was the best footballer that ever to go out of our area. Yep. Yep. He won two Sandover mm. medals, Tassie medal, yep. uh, All-Australian captain. And uh, Stephen Michael... With an athlete. Yes. He's a bit of a Nat Nui. Yep. He was an athlete. Could have done anything. Yeah. Can't yeah. do anything. He wasn't yeah. a big man, too. Yeah. But he was an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. Katanning, Jim, they produced some very good players. Oh, there were some great players. A player that we were talking earlier on in 1969, Con Regan coached Wanderers, that he took Alan Quartermain as a 15-year-old to Landmark. Yeah. And uh, he went went on and won a Sandover medal in 1975 for your famous club, East Perth. Peter. That's correct. <laughs> and he did, yes. Alan Quartermain, very good player. Yeah, uh, they've had some great players, Peter. Yeah, Brian Fairclay yeah. played in the Claremont Premiership side. Yeah. Very quick, very quick player. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, modern day, the the Stewart family, very good, Jim. And oh, there's yeah. yeah, very old Clark Stewart. Of course, I think he yeah. coached that. Yeah. Uh, Katanning uh, Carnival side in '58, uh, and they won it. They were outstanding that year. But then, from then on, yeah, all the Stuart, Brenton Stewart, he was an all Australian yeah. state schoolboy, uh, I think. Yeah, and we've had a bit to do with Wagen over the times, Jim. They've had a few team, good teams up there. Oh, Wagen, they had some very good yeah. players there. Rovers, Federals. Yeah, Rovers and Federals, of yep. course. Yeah, they Before had Tidy Douglas and uh, mm. all the Riseborough boys. Yeah. I remember the old Riseborough, there were four brothers, I think. The old Riseborough used to say, I used to do a set of tyres in a week with the boys, you reckon, <laughs> when they were young fellas. But they, they were very good footballers. And uh, Johnny Holmes, yeah. Holmes with Jimmy Davidson, with another very good ruckman, raw yeah. bone ruckman up there. Yeah. Yeah. Terry South, more recently. Yeah, 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 more recently, Terry South, yeah. Where do you like going now to watch football? Which which league? He goes, all. Jim goes to all four points of the compass. Yeah, so what are the four points? The, 
I want to get this point straight, <laughs> <Yeah>. Tim. <laughs> Tambla played in the Great Southern Football League. Yep. And that will always be my home. And I'm a life member of the Great Southern Football League. And people say to me, why do you go here and why do you go there? I go there because I love the game. And to me, I go to four different leagues and they're all different. Yep. Southern, the Great Southern Football League has got outstanding juniors. Yep. They've got good youth. Outstanding. Yep. They've got the numbers, but yep. they've got them. And they've got always had astute coaches. Yep. Always yep. had very good coaches. Mm. Uh, you go to the Ongara Football Association, you see what you get. Yep. yep. You've got eight or ten good players. You've got four or five ordinary ones, and you've got. Well, that's most four teams, isn't there? Four or five ordinary ones. Yeah. But their commitment with their women's hockey and their netball yeah. and their kids yeah. is, is a family thing. The winter and, sport. And out that's there. very good. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes it. Yeah. 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 Then you get into Upper Grade Southern. Their football is very good. Yeah, their standard of football is very good. Yeah. At times, I think earlier on, I think they've got to straighten out umpire-wise. They were mm. always a little bit lax yeah. in their yeah. umpire yeah. setup, for one thing or another. But yeah. their football is very good. Yeah. Lower South West, mm. where Coaching coaching up are yeah. now, yeah. is very underestimated. That yeah. football. You don't hear much about that, do no, you? No, you don't hear no, much no, about no. the Lower South it's West. It's very underestimated. They're down in the Tim. trees there. Yeah, you don't yeah. see them. Yeah. You get to Dean Mill. Yeah. Oh. The boards still squeak there like they squeaked 80 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And it's the only ground I've ever seen him when it rained on one wing and not on the other. <laughs> <laughs> at Dean Mill. Yeah. But there's a lot. Southern, Southerners are a great another tradition. Yeah, down at Pemberton. You know, yeah, they've yeah. still got three clubs, Tim. Mm. That's, that's Coming out of Manchester. Not too many can say that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we've, just, we've, seen, we've just seen in the great Southern Football League, for example, Mount Barker used to have two teams. Yeah. Yeah, Wade's yeah, that, that two sides, yeah, three yeah. in Kadatic. But they're still maintaining their own in the lower southwest. Oh, yeah. mm. Another um, area of the Great Southern Gym is uh, out the line, out east, Dumble Young, oh, Cookerin. Now you're talking, aren't you? Well, <laughs> what a great, you know, just sit back at that grandstand of the day up there, Peter, and see Tommy Pierce, the two Goodings, yep. but Ross Ditchburn wasn't there. He was playing goals somewhere, but. You know, the tradition that's come out of that, mm. you know. Absolutely. Ross Ditchburn and Tommy Pierce. Tommy played in the premiership side in 81, Claremont. Ross, I think, did. You say he did. Mm. He went to Carlton, of course, yep. and played in the premiership. They could have gone, Tim, and played football anywhere for a lot of money. Mm. Yeah. But their grandfather played for Cookerin. Yep, tradition. Their father played for Cookerin, mm. and we played for Cookerin. Yep. And great. there they are today. There was a little ground uh, mill yinning out there too, oh, Jim. You've got some good stories about. That's a story about <laughs> that one, mate. Uh, Pretty the, tough ground, was it, Jim? Hard. 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 Oh. The skin's still on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I went out there a couple of years ago. I nearly got locked up in jail, Peter, over that. But anyway, <laughs> I went out there. That's a nice and, story. Uh, the skin is still on the ground, yep. on that ground. It was that hard. Yeah. You know? Anyway, I thought, I'll go down to the hall. There might be some photos in that in the hall, and the, it was locked, but the door, when you and me went yeah. that time with uh, Jack o Taylor, yeah. the door was up. So I had a look in the meter box, and the key was in there, so in I went, you see. And all these photos are on the wall and that there. And this, the next minute, there's a car pulls up, you see. And this woman gets out with a, with a couple, and uh, she said, what are you doing here? You're Jim Allen, you? And I said, yeah. Uh, lucky I was Jim Ollett with June Mott, Rick Mott's mother. She'd bought this couple there and they'd been headmaster of the 
Mulini School and they'd come back for memory lane too, Tim. But yeah, I shouldn't have been in there, but I did. <laughs> the key was there. There's you a lot of history there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Ross Ditchburn, the best player you've seen in, in this, oh, great in this player. region, great Jim. Oh, it, it, it would be hard for you to land on your best player. Oh, yeah. But he'd be, <laughs> be, your, yeah, best he'd be just about the best, oh, Ross. I've seen him kick 19 goals, one at Dumble Young. I, I reckon it was 21. I reckon the first shot 20 he had... 20 goals, one, was it? 20, yeah, 20 goals. goals, one. He, the first shot he had on goal, he missed. He hit then the post. Then he kicked 20 straight. Yeah, what, why, does it, why does everyone... Why is goal kicking not improved? Uh, te- <laughs> technique. <laughs> technique, I reckon. <laughs> they seem to be able to... He seemed to be able to do it back yeah, there. Yeah. The straight. longest, straightest kick I've seen on goal was Matt Cullen, that coached South Mount Bay. Okay, yep. yeah. He was a beautiful kick oh. on the football. Mm. Rooster, yeah. Oh, mate, he was a beautiful kick. Yeah. What was the... Um, I remember reading the story a while back, uh, Mark Williams. See, another thing that's coming up, Tim, <laughs> yeah. is 100 years of the Great Southern Football Council. Yes. The Colts Carnival. Yeah. And, well, and the started Senior Carnival. in that book yeah. Yeah. there. Yeah. Mm. And they've continued that on. Mm. And this year at Lake Grace, it's 93 years of football. Don't yep. get me wrong, because the war years are out of that. Yep. But it's 100 years of the Great Southern Council. Mm. And there's been some strong well, men through there, I can tell yeah, you. That's, yeah, that's history yeah. right there. And they've it? been there for football and football through and through. Yeah. When was the last time uh, you missed a Colts My introduction to that was 1962 at the Tamblove Hotel. Yeah. They used to have the great son because it was the central of the yep. area, the Harridge and Wage and mm-hmm. And I remember going there with Rex Flugie and Charlie Punch. And they got me outside the door before I went in. Yeah. They said, if you're going to say anything in there, mm-hmm. it's got to be for the benefit of football. Otherwise, your middle stump will be knocked out of the ground. You don't talk about... <laughs> Tim Edmonds not being cleared to Royals. Yeah. You don't talk about domestic mm. things. You talk about the best for football. Yeah. yeah. And that always stuck in my mind. And that that's what you're there for. Mm. And that is a great council. I think it's the oldest yeah. uh, carnival council still going in Australian football. How many carnivals have you seen? How many have I seen? Yeah. How many? First one I've seen in 1955 in Darrigan. Yeah, and Still, then I've missed, I've missed a couple, but uh, yeah. I've only missed three landmark, I think. Mate. Yeah, three landmark in, in how many years? 74 oh. till now, yeah. Three? No, no well, yeah. I got recognised for 25 years, but I've done 40. 46 years, 46 years. Yeah. But I won't go, Tim, unless I'm doing something. It, it's, a, it's a shame over the last yeah. two years due to the COVID situation yeah, we is. haven't had a championships, it, but yeah. hopefully next season Let's hope, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whilst we're out at Cooker and Jim, uh, Lake Grace has been a great... Breeding oh, ground for country well, football. No doubt about that. Yeah. Donny Gardner. Yeah. Uh, played, I think, uh, South Fremantle mm. for quite a while. It was a prodigious yeah. kick of the football. Yeah. Donny Gardner. And of course, you've got Mark uh, Bairstow. Yeah, the Bairstows yeah. and the Morton. The oh, yeah. Yeah. There's been yeah. some great players going through there. You know, you, know you, you can't go past that without mm. mentioning the great Joe Pierce. That's it. You know, he coached uh, Moulinning, I think, for 13 for 20 years, yep. 13 grand finals, 11 oh. premierships. Wow. Joe Pierce. That's all in there, yep. too, mate. Yeah, of course, he, the football just, and, and. He, he, yeah. he, Joe Pierce came home from the war, Second World War, as five stone eight as a prisoner of war. He mm. played for Swan District before he went away, mm. came back at five stone eight, yep. went back on the farm at Mooletting, built himself up, went back to Swan District, was mm. fourth in the Sandover Medal, won Swan District's Ferris the best twice. Wow. And he was just a wonderful man for yeah, football. Absolutely. Uh, tough. 
hard, and his son Tommy was tough and hard too. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. we've we've touched on the Ongar Association, Jim, but um, yeah, they've had some great players come out of there oh, too. They've had some very good players. More in the modern area yeah, now, yeah. haven't they? You know, when you look at that, Peter, they've had some very good players there. I think that Holmes from Pingrup played for Swan Districts a way back in the early times. He was a Kelvin, Kelvin, Holmes. Kelvin Holmes. Oh, well, no, he won a Prendergast medal, Cheryl, in the yeah, reserves yeah, competition. Yeah, yeah. It might Drafted. have been his dad of Max Holmes. Max, yeah. I think he might have played at Swan Districts yeah, through there. Kelvin was drafted to Carlton. Yeah, well, uh, he was a Claremont, of course. Yeah. He won a Prendergast medal there. Uh, as was Brendan Barrows from Borden. Oh. And Claremont. Mm. Uh, West Perth. West, West Perth, yep. Carlton. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, Collingwood yeah, he went to. Barrows went to Collingwood. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We've, probably, we've probably rattled off 25 to 30 names yeah, yeah. of absolute quality yeah. this oh, morning. That's right. Yeah. Um, what about, Jim, um, the OFA have had some great administrators. Oh, yeah, Kim Parsons. <laughs> well, one of the most colourful administrators was Morris McLennan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's the only man I've ever seen have four arguments and four quarters of football. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting towards the finals, Tim, and poor old Morris, he was always at the portal of the ball somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I'll go and see this bloke over here from year to go to see if he'd do the goals next week. Well, that bloke would tell him to go and get stuffed, you see. Yeah. So, oh, Morris would come back and... Next quarter, he'd go and see a bloke from over here <laughs> at Boxford Hill, and he'd tell him almost the same thing. But he was a great man, but at the end of the day, he was there for the game, Morris yep, McLennan. Yeah, he's unfortunately not with us now, but he was, he's a great, he was a great he was yeah, a yeah. character. Yeah. When we were broadcasting, Jim, we used to have a few occurrences, like the timekeepers were always up alongside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, one day at Borden, one that someone came scurrying up the uh, the uh, ladder into the broadcasting box to have a go at Morris up at at Borden oh, yeah. that day. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we've also had the a arguments couple, went looking for him as well. Game. Broadcasting box in uh, at Austral's. Oh, boy. There was uh, a, Colin Kleeman and Freddie Wolf. That's right. Timekeepers, Peter. They're trying to reach the button, and one was shepherding the other one off and pressing the button. As oh, their Colin team was, went in the forward line. Yeah. Oh, Colin was saying, ring the, bring the siren, Fred. No, Fred was shepherding him off so he couldn't <laughs> get him a button, Tim. Oh, oh. Uh, they say you should have two timekeepers, but maybe not. <laughs> no, no. Not when it's See, a lot that. of people get it wrong a little bit, too, Tim, um, with Australs. Australs are a very good football club. Mm, yeah, yeah. And to me, when Mal McRae came there in 1970, he took... Con Regan with the police force, and then Mel come in the police force. He took Australs over. They had very, very good sides, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were very, very good. Mm. Uh, the, Russell Aitken went on and played about 140 games for West Perth, I think, oh. and Peter Aitken, the Collins yep. boys, the Coles boys, yep. and uh, they had a very, very good side there. People get them wrong a little bit. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose, unfortunately, the way Austral's finished. They were a working yeah. man's club. Yeah. And, uh, yeah that's they the had some they great derbies, Austral's and Wanderers. Remember that time a big player came from Perth and he signed up with Wanderers? And he was good in the back line but until he ran into Ronald Coles. <laughs> His name was Rig. Yes, sir. Remember, that's he right. came down with a reputation, Derby Day in Cadetting. Oh, Austral's playing Wanderers. Yeah. And we were broadcasting that day. And Ronnie Coles, to me, didn't know how good he was. Yeah. Coles mean goals. <laughs> Shero's always said that. 
He showed this rig around, come with me, son. Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you around town. He kicked 18 goals that day. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he could play. Ronnie Coles could play. He yeah. came down yeah, for Perth and had 18 player. kicked on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But <laughs> in those, Australia's a bit like Tamla. They were, they were exciting side. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you if, if you were playing Australia's, if you yeah. didn't kick 20 goals, they'd yeah. kick 22. Yeah. And Tamla, if you didn't kick 24, Australia would kick 22. Yeah. yeah. And old Don Collins at North Mount Barker was president there for quite a while. Yeah. And he always said to me when we joined up with that Southern Districts League, he said, he said, I'd pay $20 to watch this mob play. You're going to get something out of them. You know, yeah. they, if you didn't kick 20 goals, Tim, I was, um, you lost the game. I was fortunate. I suppose this is the the, the final couple of years of Tamblup. I yep. saw him. I broadcast a couple of finals with uh, Gary Bartholomew. Yep. I saw yeah, some yeah, of the. Yep. This is probably does not compare to your era, but mm. you know so, so the some of the football I saw. You know, talk about the likes of you know Robbie Farmer and oh, and yeah. Wayne Winner was obviously yeah. getting on back then. Yeah. yeah. That was exciting. That's 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 when you say I'm paying seven dollars to get in here. Oh. I'm actually going to be entertained. Yeah, you yeah. are. Yeah, little Loma Shugle, uh, uh, old Loma Shugle. Mm. You know, uh, there was old Billy Shugle. Mm. He, he he was a, he was a very skillful. He played yeah. at Narrage, and there was Lo- he was Loma's father. He was talented, yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Charlie Cameron at Brisbane. Yeah, yeah. don't <laughs> leave him out the back <laughs> of the pack. No, <laughs> <laughs> they, they found that out with um. Mark Williams, of course, who played for Hawthorne and Essendon. Correct me if I'm wrong with this story. He kicked 30 goals in 24 hours in three different games. Yes, yeah. he did. Yes, he did, Tim. He kicked. <laughs> he played for Austral's Colts yeah. on the Friday night. Yeah. He kicked 14, I think, or something. Yeah. So he played. You could play then for the league. Yeah. You know, you could yeah. play. He'd come to Tambla, kicked 10 in the reserve yeah. at North yeah. Albany. Yeah. And six or reserves. seven. Six or seven in the league. Yeah, no, they, they put him on the bench in the in the league game, and he come on and kicked another six. He kicked thirty goals in twenty four hours. Mark Williams, yeah. incredible. Yeah. Jim, some of the um, leading administrators of your time going back a bit. Harry Reeves, Mount Barker. Oh, yeah. Harry Reeves was there for the better for the game. He's a he's a Morris McLennan. Yeah. Uh, the first ten minutes you argue with Harry Reeves. Yes. Uh, yep. They're doing this wrong. They're doing. But he was a man you had to be with for yeah. a long period yeah. of time. John Richardson was one of the finest yeah. administrators I worked with. He was yep. a very, very astute, very always to be seen. Charlie Punch, Punch. Yeah. very good. Yeah. 27 years of secondary of the Central yep. Great Southern and the uh, Katanning Association. Was the Charlie Punch uh, medal. Charlie, yeah. Charlie's yeah. favourite saying, he was an engine driver in the railways. He was a shift worker. Mm. And uh, he always said, if you haven't heard by Thursday, by, he had a special way of saying, Thursday, yeah. we've got to do something about it. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. because he was a shift worker. Yeah, but he was a great administrator. Rex Flugey, little Rexy, yeah. was always a bit of controversy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kim Parsons out at Adelaide. Oh, oh, yeah, he's been a great. He's great yeah. for football. Still going. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Kim. Yeah, very good. Up at Great Southern had some high profile. Johnny Pillage. Johnny Pillage, I've seen yeah. Johnny Pillage a few weeks ago, and uh, yeah, he's still going all right. Yeah, he's done a long-serving uh, stint as secondary up there, mm. I think. Uh, yeah, uh, Georgie Warren was another man was in there. Peter played for Eastworth, yeah. I think. Georgie yeah. Warren in the early times. George, yeah. yeah. Mm. We've uh, had a few trips to Esperance and Ravensthorpe in our times, haven't we? <laughs> How many, oh, K, yeah. how many K's have you, co- have you have you two covered in yeah. the car we don't next know. to each other? We don't know. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the old Raventhorpe Association is the old, yeah. the old, old story. What you see is what you get yeah. there, too. Sometimes I think they're down to 14 aside now, aren't they? Yeah, Jim, something, something like that. that. Yeah. yeah. I can't put a figure on it, but yeah. 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 Jim's. You told me something about an umpire one time. He refused to start the game, did he, or something? Oh, yes, he, 
he, he, he, he went on strike. Did he? Yeah, he sat on the football until they got boundary umpires. He wouldn't go. On the, the players were out there, and he went on strike. He wouldn't go. He, he just sat go. on the football. He sat on the football in the middle, in the middle of the ground of the showgrounds in Catanning. Of course, the facilities then, Tim, yeah. you know, the facilities in Albany now with yeah. the new setup was, mm. you know, it was Amazing. pretty ordinary there, wasn't it? They needed that. <laughs> I remember me and you called the 2011 grand final. It was Royals and Railways. And we were in a car and it was all set up for the last quarter. Railways were coming hard at Royals <laughs> yeah. and it hailed the entire oh, final term and there oh, were no goals kicked. None. And an absolute fizzer in the final term. But that's and when it was an absolute was mud pit. That, that's an interesting one, Tim. I've seen nearly yeah. a bit over it. About 60 grand finals, Drake. <laughs> And uh, in 1969, my mother died on Thursday in Perth at my mm. uh, cousin's funeral after the funeral she died. And oh. I had to go to Perth with my brother. Mm. And I thought, geez, I'm going to miss the, the grand final. Mm. It was uh, Wanderers playing Coden up. Graham Zilko had Coden up and Conregan had Wanderers. 60. They had that hailstorm yeah. at Kapara Park at half time, and the players were bleeding all down their face and on oh. their arm, and they called it off. Yeah. That's right. So what? I buried me mum, yeah. and I didn't miss the grand final. That's right. In wow. 1969. Wow. So I've seen up to about 60, I'd say, grand final. So they replayed it the next week? They replayed it the next week. Yeah. yeah. Well, Tamla and uh, Broom Hill drew in a grand final in the old Tamla mm. Association. And the umpire in that particular game was Cliff Fitzpatrick, yeah. the father of Michael Fitzpatrick. Okay. All right. The, yeah. Uh, and another one yeah, after okay. that that umpired a grand final out there was a fellow by the name of Bill Olderman, the father of Terry Olderman. Oh, yeah. He umpired a game out there yeah. too. They used to come out in the country then and do their grand finals. Yeah. Out, you see, all that's there. That's proof and paper. I've got it all over there. So when you're, <laughs> just, just for setting the scene, we're in your dining room, Jim, where there's, where there's decades and decades of football memories, bowls, oh, football yeah. medals, silverware. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't bring a metal detector in here. No, no. <laughs> Um, before, what's, on your, what's on your paper, Peter? Yeah, before we go, I'd like to acknowledge some of the commentators, Jim, that yes. you, know, you and I have commented with, like uh, Vin Dawes in the Upper Great oh, Southern. Very uh, good man yeah, to work with. Great very organised. Mm. Very, very organised. Alistair yep. McDo was a yep. great man, Peter, yep. for analysing a game. Analysing uh, a yeah, game, yeah. He yeah. would, in the, uh, the end of the day, he would say, well, this is how... This is yeah. how it panned out. You yeah. know, he was very good. Jeff Holmes. Um, oh, character. Character would uh, pick me up and drive me around to the games yeah. in the earlier days when I was under young. And I still remember a couple of his famous sayings were, uh, they were going in hammer and tong. Yeah, hammer and, tong. <laughs> and it stacks on the mill. Isn't that's that's, that's an old one, isn't it? <laughs> still, still going, yeah. Yeah, still And going. I do believe your boy Dean and Winton Nazari, yeah. if they had wanted to, could have really... Oh, Done yeah. it well. Yeah. 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 A, a bloke that sticks in my mind, uh, Tim brought up earlier on, uh, Bark and Bartholomew's. Yep, Gary yeah. Bartholomew's, yeah. Yep. He's always there for the uh, for the game. Mm. Yep. I was calling a game at Landmark, and Gary said, I've got a special guest coming in. He said, it's, uh, I think his name was uh, Ross Grulisich, who was an Easter man. Mm. Tom Grulisich, just his son. Yeah. Rod. Rod. Rod Grulisich. Yeah. Grulisich. Yeah. Anyway, we got the... Uh, he wasn't there when we started, yeah. and he snuck up. He must have snuck up the back. I, I think we were at Claremont Home, or it might have been East Metal, no matter. Yeah. This bloke come up the back. I thought, well, who the hell is he? He had an old T-shirt on with a few holes in it, one thing or another. Well, gee, he was a gifted, yeah, yeah, yeah. very gifted yeah. man. Yeah, Rod Gulis, I think his name very was. Good. Yeah. 
I'll never forget that. Yeah, yeah he just he he comes straight up. out of the market garden. I <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. that's uh, that's about it, I think, Jim. Yeah, well, you a... know, Dennis Gavetti's voice just carried yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, yeah, question, question everyone would like to know, Jim. Are you a Brian Taylor fan? Yeah. You are? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like because he makes it colourful, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think, yeah, I don't think we'd be, I don't think we can go here. I don't think we've talked about the nineteen ninety eight grand final, Tamblup's oh. last Jimmy Premiership. Oh. Now, now that that is, that is still going around. On there's a few VHS tapes. Eighteen goals, around. eleven, eighteen goals, five, Tim. You know what? A, what a wonderful. What was game. the score, Jim? <laughs> eighteen goals, eleven, eighteen yeah. goals, five. So just setting the scene. Catani oh. kicked eleven goals, and the Wanderers kicked eleven goals in the second quarter yeah. and lost. And lost. Yeah. At half time, they led by eight. They led by 43 points. Yeah. And when they came out in the first three quarters of a minute, Jonathan Butcher yep. kicked a goal for Wanderers at over 49 points in front. Eight. In the third from term. And then on, yeah. Tamlove kicked six unanswered goals to have a crack at them in the last quarter and got up. It was an exciting game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the three, the five premiership, Peter, three times Tamlove's had to fight back. In 1982, New England up with the best side. No question on it. Yeah, they were good. But Tamblyn had to fight. They didn't know how to win, Tim. Mm. They didn't know how to win, and yeah. Tamblyn come over the top yeah. in 1980 at Coconut. They were down at... Uh, at Dumble Young. Yeah, at Dumble Young. Yeah. Tuck Weldon kicked six that day, Oof. and they came back and won that game too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. So some great, some great memories. Anything else you'd like to both like to touch on before we uh, before we go? No, I need to say thanks, Tim, for the opportunity yeah, and uh, some great memories. Yeah, WA Country Football League are a very good organisation, and it's great that they value mm. the day today and the past. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, Tim, you know, thanks for the opportunity, as Peter said. It's been a long road. It's been a great journey. Mm. I've enjoyed all the way through, and. Uh, you know, I just hope I got. To, I'm coming up 83 in about six weeks' time, and I just hope I got a, a few more, a few more in me. Yeah. I hope because I've just had a, a minor heart thing, so that's why I haven't been around as quite as much as I have. But yep. they got a new radiator, Rose Neal, and I yep. feel good. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was just, used to say, Jimmy, if I saw you at the football, I knew it'd be a good game. Yeah. So, uh, thanks very much for both for your time. Um, yeah, it's been great, uh, great going down memory lane. And yeah, as you said, hopefully, uh, plenty more games in the future. So, thanks very much. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for listening to Bush Footy Legends. If you like the show, make sure you like, follow, and share with your mates. Here at Bush Footy Legends, we're big on creating environments that support social inclusion and connectedness. Get in touch with us through our Instagram page at WA Country Football or through our Facebook page at WACFL. Oh.